What's up, witches? I'm Taylor. And I'm Amber. And, and this, this is Waking Up the Witch. We're your neighborhood witches. Each week, we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock. We're two curious ladies trying to understand the human experience. But while we do that, we think it's important to honor the people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by. This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of waking up the witch. Now, let's go ghouls! <laughs> <laughs> hey amber hey taylor how's it going i th feel like this has been the best week of my life in a long time why so many things um i mean we've been working out together for a few weeks now and i'm really feeling in the groove of that mm -hmm. and like motivated and it feels really good to be moving my body that way each mm -hmm. day and doing it with my gal pal i think it raises your vibration as well completely <clears throat> it's a really nice form of meditation so i've been enjoying that but i haven't even opened up moonbees to the public yet and people are finding me and calling me and trying to locate my business and i'm like I'm booking appointment not open yet but oh my god i'm so excited and they're just like we need more of this. I can't wait to come visit your shop. And then, I've bought something every time I've been here. <laughs> it's not even open yet. There's so much great stuff. And like like my dream of being accepted in this community is happening. And I haven't even opened the doors. And then, yeah, getting now three complete stranger bookings uh, this week. I did two clients in my shop this weekend. Um they were friends and I guess the story goes because I, I met yesterday. No, I met Sunday with the main gal who found me. <clears throat> they were all in Vegas and like saw a psychic and got great readings. And for her, the psychic was like, you need to pay someone to get you back into alignment. Like you are so out of whack <laughs> and you need to find a professional who can help you get back into an, an alignment. And so she searched all Southern Oregon, all the way to Grants Pass and down, trying to find somebody local, found several different Reiki practitioners and kept coming back to my page. And ultimately, she resonated most with what I had to say and booked with me and then shared with all her girlfriends in their group chat. And then another one of the friends booked with me for the day before her session so I did a past life reading for her on Saturday and oh my God, it was just so validating to be able to connect like with the community and read for people and have it be meaningful for them and to be validated in the work that I do. It, that just feels so good. And to know that I am actually making a difference in these people's lives and helping them. And the main woman who found me working with her on Sunday, like that was so incredibly powerful and beautiful. And I got to um, do my first Reiki drumming session for anyone I did for her. And that was just really beautiful. I'm just so fucking grateful because I'm still quote unquote under construction 
and people are finding me and they need me. And it just feels so good to be in alignment with what I have been dreaming up for the past however many years, five plus years. I think that the universe is saying, bitch, you're ready. Like yeah. all of it's coming at once. <laughs> yeah. I keep texting you like, do you know this person? Is nope. this someone coming to me because you know them? I'm like, no, nope. nah, I don't know. Don't know them. You're ready. It's like, yeah. Level I, up. <laughs> time to make it happen. You've been asking, girl, and it is time. Also kind of interesting that it's happening as soon as all of the planets are all moving forward right now. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting. The stars know what's up. Um, yeah, just a really fucking fantastic week. I've enjoyed it. How's your week been? I don't remember. <laughs> I, the overall feeling is good. Oh, I know what you did. What? You chopped your fucking knuckle off. Oh, I was like, why are you flipping me off? <laughs> so I had like eczema stuff on my hands at the beginning of the year that got really bad. So I didn't work a whole lot then. And then I was getting into the rhythm of it this week. And I was with a client <laughs> freaking trigger warning. If you have a weak stomach, I guess you don't have to look at it. Um, <laughs> She might ask you if you want to see it, though. <laughs> if you want to see it, DM me. It's nasty. <laughs> so I was with a client, and I was cutting her hair, as I fucking do. And <laughs> I have no idea how it happened. I cut off my knuckle on my left middle <laughs> finger. I, like, looked down, and I said, oh, fuck. And then I looked at the scissors, and I was like, oh, fuck. So there's just a chunk of skin. And it wasn't even bleeding because it was so <laughs> deep. And I just, like put my thumb on it really quick to hold pressure on it and she's like are you okay and I was like no I think I cut off my knuckle (laughs) I didn't even say I think I just like nonchalantly was like no I cut off my knuckle and she was like what (laughs) and she's like do you have a paper towel and I was like uh I don't know and I was like about to start walking to the bathroom to find one and she was like you have some here and then I like put it on and she she bandaged it for me Aww. and then I finished her haircut <laughs> and then Allison brought me some hydrogen peroxide because I was like hey I need help like putting this bandage on or whatever can you please come help me because I was supposed to do her hair <laughs> and she looked at it and was like you need stitches yeah. and then I sent it to a couple nurses and they were like uh that I didn't think that's what it looked like, <laughs> like you need stitches right now so I went they got me they gave me three stitches. She tried to numb my finger and it didn't work. So mm. they raw dogged the stitches <laughs> and I almost puked yeah. and passed out because it hurt. And um, it's really not that bad. <laughs> Honestly, all, getting the stitches was probably like the worst of all. Yeah, of it. the cutting off the knuckle didn't hurt that bad. And <laughs> um, it's healing really nicely there's like some bruising where they put the mm-hmm. numbing in but mm-hmm. all in all i mean i don't recommend it but it wasn't like <laughs> horrible <laughs> having eczema on my hands is 10 times more painful than cutting literally parts of my body off <laughs> if that gives anyone an idea of like what i've been suffering with yeah it's yeah maybe that's not really bad because maybe now i'll just cut my whole fucking hand (laughs) off next time the eczema hurts no i don't have to feel anything (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't do that. They won't do that. I need them. I'm grateful for that. As soon as I did it, I was like, why the hands? Why? I'm like yeah. looking up at the sky and at the universe. And I'm like, what's with the hands? I don't understand. We could, and so I've, it is, what's the date today? <laughs> today is the 24th of January and I've worked about five days this month. <laughs> So I've just been kicking it. It's been really nice. So it's been good. Yeah. Um, all my bills are paid. I'm not really stressing. Hell yeah. I think if I could work like six days a month and pay all my bills, that'd be cool. I can focus on money from other yeah, things. Yeah, you can. I think I can, yeah. Yeah, you totally can. <laughs> so... Sometimes I miss working, but <laughs> it'll happen when it happens. <laughs> I think the universe is just telling you you need to take some time off right now. Yeah, besides Things COVID, this is the least amount I've ever worked in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I've always been, like, hustling my whole life. And so it's nice to have a little bit of a break. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm also, like... um now that all the planets are straight, I don't know. I'm not tripping as much about like, oh, I have to do all this spiritual growth all the time and I've got to be doing this, <laughs> this, and this. I'm just feeling like fine existing yeah. and um, being grateful for what I have. I think that that's something I've been working on a long time is I always want more, 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 more this, 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 mm-hmm. like once I have this amount of money, I'll be happier mm. when I have this outfit or yeah. whatever, my body looks this way and I'm just feeling real content. That is a perfect feeling. Yeah. Feels good. I feel like we get, maybe s- the gym is helping. I think yeah, that totally working out for me over the last, I think that I've been like, on and off with my fitness journey for about six years and it's sometimes consistent and sometimes not but it always comes back to like my mental health is so much better when I'm doing it I feel very Mm clear-headed and it felt really good too to be able to do that before seeing clients this week and just being like I fucking got this I'm connected I'm clear yeah no bullshit going on like my other self-care things I do when I'm doing it. I think it's because maybe mentally you're like, oh, I did the hard stuff. So Mm -hmm. like washing my face and brushing my teeth don't seem as hard Mm -hmm. or daunting anymore. Yeah, I'm getting better at taking my vitamins again, too. And I need to stop taking mine because my kidneys were hurting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's fair. That's probably a good idea. I need to talk to my doctor about that. (laughs) It's all about balance. Yes. So we had our first like real stranger guest yeah. today, someone that I have followed online for at least a couple of years. She is a holistic hairstylist and does energy work mm-hmm. um, with her hair services. She is much more multifaceted than I ever knew. Oh, yeah. And she has s- taken so many different types of courses and gotten uh, so many different types of certificates and just always seems to be expanding and growing as a human in this world whether it's for herself or to be able to help others on their journey I just loved 
I loved her energy. I loved her drive. I love what she's doing and that she's being called to help others mm-hmm. uh, discover that within their own businesses as well. I had goosebumps the whole time. And at one point I was trying not to cry. So mm-hmm. I was just like felt very like turned turned on, like activate, mm-hmm. not horny, but like <laughs> activated. Totally activated. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like the yeah just another reality check like we're here we're doing it we're doing our dream we're talking to amazing people that are doing important things and this is just still the beginning she's just a fascinating human being and um i really enjoyed just talking to her yeah i did too that uh it's a shorter interview but it i felt like we were in this little bubble with her and it it just felt perfect everything aligned in the time that she needed um to get on to being in a being a badass babe in the world making more magic happen yeah it was incredible yeah i like i love spiritual people talking about making fucking money because mm-hmm. it's there again there is nothing spiritual about being broke we live in this fucking society matrix whatever we live in this space where to play the game Mm-hmm. You gotta have the coin, and so <laughs> get the fucking coin and play the game, because then you can do more things while still following your soul's desires. <laughs> if you are in alignment, it will come. Yes, it it fucking does. And you, I mean, <laughs> you have to work on your blockages as well, because I mean, most people I know didn't grow up with money. Most yeah. people that mm-hmm. I'm close to didn't grow up with money, so there is that scare can be that scarcity mindset mm-hmm. so just like living your truth and not worrying about that is when it will start coming in yeah that's been a huge journey for me myself uh working on that because i didn't grow up with money didn't grow up with a lot and i was the oldest and had to really help like step up and take care of the family and you know my whole life I've spent working really really hard for not a lot of money and you know stressed paycheck to paycheck for a very long time and it's been a whole rewiring in my brain that even now like getting those bookings from those strangers I was like I could say no right now like Mm -hmm. my my body was the first inclination was to decline the appointment when it's like, literally I've been asking for this. I deserve this. I've been working hard for this and it's time to make money girl, Mm -hmm. put on your crown and let's do this. Yes. (laughs) It's what is crazy about society in America, American society, the less work that you do, the more money you make, in in a sense so like you get to a point so like the more laborious jobs are the ones being paid the least amount and then the people 100%. above them are making the more money and um i don't know what i'm trying to get at which that's just crazy to me but also i'm at a point now where i've worked my fucking ass off mm-hmm. i make more in a day than I used to make in a week Mm -hmm. working like 60 hours. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I don't know what my fucking point is. It's crazy. I just feel like once you get to that point, you got to align yourself with that and you got to know your worth and you, and yeah, like going back to the, there's nothing spiritual about being broke. Like you have to make your money. 
you need money to survive and do the things that you need, but also that you want. Especially nowadays. And it is infinite for us. Mm -hmm. And we just need to make it happen and uh, get out of our own way and -hmm. get creative and follow our soul's desires because there is money to be made with that too. Yeah, I feel like ever since COVID, there was this inner, like COVID first starting, there was this energetic shift of people quitting their shitty corporate jobs to do things that are creative and Mm -hmm. some lady making fucking purses at home is now a millionaire Mm -hmm. or like dying scarves Mm -hmm. or literally just doing whatever the fuck you want it's the easiest time in history i think to be a millionaire totally with the internet absolutely so and then you watch all these people and in my mind i'm like they can do it i can do it like (laughs) fuck that that sounds so easy you just have to align yourself let's do it align yourself with money and align yourself with your passions and get to work yeah and like she said it is it's an energy it is a frequency the currency of money is just energetic and Mm -hmm. so thinking of money as neutral not good nor bad Mm -hmm. not being afraid to make those transactions Mm -hmm. and just thinking of it as an energy yeah boom i also like how she talked about um like what do you charge an hour no matter what you're doing whether you are cutting hair or dyeing hair or doing an energetic service because those are all things that she does within her business. And no matter what it is, it's the same dollar per hour Mm -hmm. that she charges and just getting aligned with that, knowing your value. That's how how I run my business. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. I make sure that maybe not as many people book color appointments Mm -hmm. because it is real expensive because Mm -hmm. I need to make sure I'm not losing fucking money on me doing your color like that's not to mention supplies (laughs) that's what i'm saying is so fucking expensive like if i change charge the same amount for a haircut as i did for the color then i'm still losing money because it's not Mm -hmm. covering my product so my color has to be 20 percent more than Mm -hmm. a haircut appointment Mm -hmm. yeah i put it out there if it's important to people then they'll book it but otherwise Also, it's specific to curly hair. So yeah, if you don't want your curls fucked up or damaged <laughs> or to look crazy because coloring curls is different than straight yeah. hair, then you'll know where to find me. Yep. Yeah. Come to Grants Pass. Electric Soul Hair Company. <laughs> I don't have a sign. Zoom. Good luck finding it. <laughs> Everybody's bitching about it. I'm like, buy me a sign then. <laughs> I don't have any money right now. We should make that a goal for ourselves. We both have the same issue right now. <laughs> I get it. Done. I sent in my thing. <laughs> oh, I was just okay. Joking. You're ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> I already sent it into the company. This is something I have to do. Anyways, uh, I really hope that you enjoy this episode. It's very inspiring, very uplifting. I'm changing my prices later today. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I think I, I really, it's something I was considering after these bookings of like, I've already stretched myself a year ago to the prices I have now and I'm about to open and I'll probably do big discounts when I first open to match the prices I'm at now, but they're going up, baby. Yeah. I think that I put so much fucking love and work into what I do. Money, Yeah. And money and time. Yeah. I think that 
when your prices are higher and some people can't afford it, it makes up for it with the people that can. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, absolutely. Do it. Nobody else is doing what you're doing. Exactly. So if they don't go, go try to some, <laughs> try to find it somewhere else is what I always think. I'm like, you'll be back. Mm-hmm. I will see you later. And it's not your. So like when I was working in fine dining, they was telling like our the owner or the manager or whatever was like, it's not your job to spend other people's money. So don't look at somebody and think, oh, mm. they look like they can't afford something and treat them different because nine times out of ten those people are going to tip you better than somebody mm-hmm. that's like i know the owner <laughs> yeah true. so it's like it's not your job to figure out how like people are going to afford you i have people that work minimum wage jobs but it's a priority to mm-hmm. them that they take care of their hair and mm-hmm. they come see me so they save and then and there's people, people who drive two hours to come see you <laughs> exactly. because no one else can do it so yeah just know your worth also know your worth if you just started doing something maybe don't charge five hundred dollars for whatever you're doing (laughs) like learn the skill know what you got Mm -hmm. price yourself the way that you feel in alignment yeah and then Mm reevaluate enjoy enjoy So let's go ahead and take a moment to connect our energy. If you feel called to, go ahead and close your eyes at this time. And let's start with three deep grounding breaths. Breathing in. And release. And breathing in once more. And release. And this last breath, breathing in all the love from the universe and releasing any stagnant energy that's no longer serving you today. I'd like to call in our higher selves, our spirit team and ancestors to be here with us in this beautiful moment to connect with another incredible soul. Please allow for whatever is meant to come through today to be for the highest light and the highest good for all involved. Thank you for this other opportunity. We're so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hello. Hi. So excited for our guest today. Ashley, welcome. Could you introduce yourself and kind of tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So my name is Ashley Walker, and I am an energetic business coach for hairstylists. And I have um, a program called Becoming Light that uh, is a 90-day program where I essentially help people to design an inner and outer beauty experience for their clients so that they can essentially learn how to ethically, credibly uh, you know, incorporate healing work into their salon business um, without the hustle. Love that so much. Yeah. Amazing. Smash and hustle culture. <laughs> <laughs> While still making money. Yes, baby. <laughs> um, so on Waking Up the Witch, we like to get down to like the the why and how you got into this and where your spiritual journey started. So 
um if you could just kind of walk us through how you got into this some people start from the very beginning like being little witchy children (laughs) i know i was gonna say i was like wow i'm like that's such an open-ended question i was like how much time do you have Mm -hmm. to answer this question (laughs) yes (laughs) give us your stories (laughs) yeah i mean i can start i can start probably six years ago would probably be the most the best way for me to start um i think most of us who identify as spiritual or woo woo or whatever word you want to use for it um have had that inkling since we were children and may have had the forgetting disease because we get caught into our humanness of our matrix, uh, linear driven life. And then we get to some process of our remembrance. And usually it is a painful moment because pain uh, can be the touchstone to spiritual growth. So I've had different touchstones, so to speak, in my life. And some of that has been in sobriety. I've been sober since 2005, which is a deeply spiritual program and way of life. Um, whether or not you subscribe to a 12-step program or not. Um, but it is very much a spiritual dis-ease that causes the underlying uh, addiction. Um, and that was actually during the time when I decided to become a hairdresser. I have a background in journalism and psychology. I became a hairdresser. When I got sober, there was this just ping from the universe of service, service and artistry. And I really loved that. Very dynamic. Loved working with my hands. And loved that um, feeling of helping people. Um, I think what excelled, what allowed me to excel as a journalist was this love of people's stories. So when I became a hairdresser in 2006, I love people's stories. And what I realized was as I am such a, so incredibly empathic, meaning that everybody in the salon told me shit. Um, I absorbed everybody's energy in the salon and as I got older, because at first you're in your 20s and you think, you know, I'm, you're in your 20s, you're more durable, you can sleep, uh, you can sleep less, <laughs> you can have energy, yeah. uh, you, can, you can live off of cigarettes and coffee yeah. for eight hours, starve <laughs> yourself, and then you get older and you realize, oh, wow, I can't do this anymore. And that mm. was the beginning of a new level of spiritual experience where I was getting older, I had done all the good girl things in traditional salon business, right? Like so many things, right? Our, our career is so dynamic. Mm-hmm. You can teach, you can you know train apprentices, you can own your own salon, you can be an independent, you can be, um, you can do editorial hair, like you can work for a product company or a color line. I, I dabbled in all of them. And yet I still had this longing, right? And anybody who walks a spiritual path is doing so because there's some incongruency, whether or not they're able to articulate it or not. And that was where I am. Like you're both are healers. So you recognize that you are a multidimensional being. So Mm -hmm. we are physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual self, which means that it's all interrelated. Mm -hmm. So if something's going on physically with us, we feel that on those other levels. And that was what my burnout became. Yeah. And unfortunately, burnout, it's like we're standing on, it's like we're standing on a glass floor and we look and we see how far we can fall. (laughs) And that was kind of a moment for me where I thought, oh my gosh. And I let it go on for probably years. Mm -hmm. And I just felt so burned out physically. Like Mm -hmm. my body hurt, it ached. I'd had back surgery. I'd had um, so much physical therapy. I was also on my basic needs level, feeling really financially burned out. I wasn't as successful as I thought I would be, even though I worked in luxury salons and had all of the, you know, pretty uh, marks on my resume. 
Um, I was feeling really emotionally burned out. I was feeling emotionally unfulfilled, particularly because of the hustle culture and the double booking and the triple booking. And mm. my clients have been coming to me for years, um, treating me as a therapist, yeah. right? Because I'd been with them for over a decade at that point. I was mentally burnt out, meaning that I knew that um, taking another razor cutting class or a business class or an editorial moment, like it wasn't going to satisfy that itch in the way that it did earlier in my career. Yeah. And then that spiritual burnout, which is you have that moment sometimes where you wake up and you go, is this all there is? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like this is what we do and, and, every day really yep. <laughs> exactly exactly you wake up and you're like oh is that it yeah and and that was really what it was uh six years ago and I think that god universe source whatever is the least triggering word for you comes in many different forms and, and it's coming to you every day whether or not you want to listen to it yeah. um sometimes you're like yeah I hear you and other times you're like nope yeah. <laughs> and desperation to listen. And it came in the form of my client, uh, Angela, six years ago. Amazing, fabulous, like psychotherapist. I come from Washington, D.C. I have a whole like East Coast vibe, mm-hmm. and uh, which means that we're very like mental type A. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I wasn't woo wooey at, at all whatsoever. And uh, but she had her, her degree in psychotherapy and was talking about energy medicine. And I thought, I don't know. And she started talking to me about um, Donna Eden. Uh, you know, it was like a very uh, popular Western energy healer and gave me some of her videos and some of her exercises. Um, one of them is really famous called like the zip up technique to zip up, like before you go into the mm. salon. Yes. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. And I did it for that entire week. And I noticed a difference. And it was so compelling that then I started to pay for mm. energy work. Because, I mean, totally, right? And because we're empathic, because of our time and experience and the tens of thousands of hours clocked behind the chair with people, we are just such fine-tuned energy DJs already. So that when when I had my first energetic healing session, it was like a lightning bolt that went up through my entire body. And I Mm. felt so, 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 so much. And then it was such a ease and mental clarity and I felt like myself. Yeah. Yes. And it was the thing that I had been looking for, for probably most of my life, mm-hmm. maybe not just even my career. It was such a, it was so compelling. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, Oh, I didn't even know this existed. Like I thought this was bullshit. <laughs> and yeah. then I, just, you know, so of course I continued to, you know, we go on our path. Right. And sometimes it's like crystals and oil and psychic readings and Akashic record readings and all the things, right. You go mm-hmm. to the whole buffet. And that's what I did. I went on a journey of self-discovery and then decided to get formal education and training. And, you know, and I did that for many years and started to basically come up with my own adaptation of um, like what's working, what's not working. Cause you know, obviously like working in a salon, like it's really different when you would facilitate this work in a salon experience versus a healing light center. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's like the sweet spot where we're going to be able to get our clients, the results um, and still be able to do a balayage and know we're really making good on providing an exemplary experience for our clients instead of like, let me hurry up and, you know, get your hair done and get you in and out and treat it like a conveyor belt service. Cause most people don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Wow. Um, so many things. Yeah. I did have chills the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I recently just moved into my own space because I felt like I couldn't provide the type of service while my client's laying at the bowl. I do this detox service where I'm also doing a healing service. And then I have a coworker in the corner talking about her drunk uncle. And I'm like, this is not relaxing <laughs> for my <laughs> guest. And so I was like, okay, I got to get my own space. So how do you separate like the two? Yeah, it was one of the things I have. A, I have a free masterclass for people to watch. Um, and that's one of the roadblocks that, that came my way. It was a lot about, oh my gosh, I have to have the perfect setting and I have to mm -hmm. have the perfect vibe and it's got to, the lighting's got to be the way and the music's got to be the way and, <laughs> and all that stuff. Right. And a lot of that is our addiction to perfectionism. Right. Because the truth is when you're deeply yep. steeped in the work and you know, and you know, and you live the tools and it's embodied in you, they work regardless of whether or not Sally and her uncle are talking about getting wasted. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And a lot of that has to do with our own negative ego and being like, what are they going to think of me? Is this valuable? Am I worthy? Right? Yeah. Because the human mm. flux is so much of worthiness. So Absolutely. Wow. So did you go to like, did you get Reiki training? And like, what kind of, um, you said you mastered like multiple different things. So what did you go take and do? So I'm going to list it real quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a, a variety of crystal healing certifications, right? Like there's no accrediting body in crystal healing. Um, so ultimately you have to use the tools that work for you um, to get the results mm -hmm. um, because ultimately our clients are paying for the results. I have background in NLP, EFT, uh, shamanism. Mm -hmm. I am uh, a Celtic shaman. Uh, I also have... Uh, I have, I am a Reiki master. I'm also an, an Ensophic Reiki master. I am also a healing touch board certified, uh, practitioner. Mm -hmm. I have a background in therapeutic touch. I also now have a background, um, uh, and a certification from the international association of trained counselors and therapists. Oh, I'm wow. also a modern mystery school initiate. I'm a ritual master under that lineage of mystery school. I'm a life activation practitioner. And I think I covered all of it. Wow. Damn, girl. Hell yeah. <laughs> You've been busy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, you know, what's funny. I was watching this reel of the super cute hairdresser who I love. I'm now in Austin, Texas. And she has the cutest fucking videos of her like roller skating and stuff to like show mm -hmm. her clients, obviously, like, more beyond hair. And I was looking at it and I was thinking, gosh, she's so fucking cute. And I thought, what do I do in my, in my free time? And I'm like, wow. Well, I love, I love coaching. I love working with other hairstylists. And then if I'm not doing that, then I'm doing hair. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm doing healing. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm learning. <laughs> that's you what know, is fun for you. They say you die when you stop learning. I think that's amazing. I, I totally resonate with that. I feel like I'm always connected to like, what's next? What can I add to my spiritual toolbox? And to be able to be of service to other people. I, I just think that's so beautiful all the different avenues you've gone down on your spiritual journey and to be able to incorporate that into your own business and help other business, mm -hmm. you know, owners do the same thing. Hell yeah. I do think <laughs> you need some child play though. <laughs> We're yeah. big on inner child play. Over we here. both actually have, I have a pair of rollerblades and she has roller skates here in my office. And so we have like this big long space. We always talk about doing it. We've yet to actually mm -hmm. do it. <laughs> 
Um, but maybe today we'll put on the skates. Yeah. In honor of you. <laughs> well, last night we were at uh, last night, Anthony and I were going to get ramen. It's really cold and rainy here in Texas. And we went, uh, we did like a 15 minute drive to take out. I wasn't ready to go out, eat in a restaurant, but I was totally cool to go take a drive for takeout. And we were dancing in the car the whole way there and back. Yes. And that was <laughs> that's, that's great. Playtime. It's been really powerful lately for sure. Um, so I wrote down a few questions here because I knew you didn't have a lot of time. So I really want to streamline this. Sometimes we just end up hanging out. So, um, okay. So (laughs) your services is, do you package everything? Is it like a bundled thing? Do you mind talking about price point and stuff like that? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, a lot of that, that's like what I customize to people. Like when, when they work with me, we have to do a lot of customization, right? Like what's not a cookie cutter, you know, one, two, three, copy my business, make it yours. Right. Um, I know to be true is like, yeah, like when you're doing an experience, like you cannot multitask, like, you know, this, Mm -hmm. like you can't be on Instagram on your phone and talk to your loved one. Right. Right, So like, why would you do that in your business with your salon clients? So you need to be working one-on-one with them. So you, and then also you need to learn about money and business. And unfortunately what has happened in a lot of our traditional salon culture is we are charging by service, but it's price bajiggity all over the place. So everything is up and down, which doesn't make any, any sense. And our walk in our wealth identity and money is deeply, deeply spiritual. And we need to come into correct alignment for ourselves or congruency within ourselves. Otherwise, we're creating havoc on our central nervous system every time there's an exchange of money, i.e. energy. Mm, absolutely. So, so then you're like, okay, well, A, your worth is times infinity, right? Like you're not actually like only worth $200, $100 an hour, but we live in the matrix. So like, what do you want to be priced at? And nobody can tell you that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to get down to some of your data, right? Like what's your color cost? Like what is like, what is the cost for to operate your business? But ultimately like you need to come into congruency with like what's actually going to honor um, what you're worth mm-hmm. and like the value that you bring to the table. And that's part of why I offer and I train people so uh, exquisitely to be masters at this work, because usually people are totally afraid to raise their prices because they haven't done anything in their business of real inherent value to raise the bar to command a higher price point. Mm, Yeah. So a lot of it, yeah. So it is on sessions, packages, hourly pricing services, whatever you want to call it, but it's still along the um, premise of your value is the same hour to hour to hour, whether you're facilitating um, a healing session or a haircut or a balayage. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I that's how I've started to run my business in the last couple of years is just doing making sure I'm even know what I'm going to make on the hour every hour throughout the day, because otherwise it doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. Now I, I w- now I want to raise my prices. <laughs> <laughs> Good pep talk. <laughs> like I wrote a post about it today, which here's what everybody else does. Like you open up your business you look at what everybody else is doing and then you price it five to $15 like uh, difference in order to stay competitive. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is that then you're basing your pricing and your experience and your business model based on potentially other people's scarcity mindset. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Damn. Absolutely. 
Do people seek out just your healing services or do you do that like separately as well? 5,000%. Okay. Um, yeah. People seek me out separately for healing. Cause I have a lot of stuff under my, under my tool belt. Like some of my stuff is represented on my website, but everything that I offer, because as you know, I just listed like, like all the I had. So I list a little bit, but ultimately that comes in during the intake on what is going to be proper for them. Mm-hmm. So I have done private sessions for people. Some of them are in salon. Some of them are outside the salon. I also will do some remote work. As you know, you have a background mm-hmm. in Reiki, so you can facilitate yeah. remote work at the master level. So it's just up to you. Can you, if you want to share, can you walk us through kind of what an appointment with you looks like if they're coming into the salon? Mm, I mean, everything is customized to them. So I really do a proper consultation. I also do have proprietary information that for the purposes of my program, I do want to keep private. Totally, but totally. a lot of it is based on having people come in for a consultation and really making it prescriptive just because I want I want to hold space for it, right? Like I think that most of you know that a consultation um, is usually something that would be rushed. Like when I was younger, they would mm-hmm. be like, oh, like hurry up and fit that in. And so that needs to have proper time for that. And so, so I really important. want to take somebody in. And I feel like that's a big difference between what is an experience versus like what's just like coming in for a haircut. Like you have to take time to be really thoughtful and intentional. Um, And I definitely give my students like a lot of scripts on like how to do that and like how to bridge that gap and how to communicate better, like in, in a way when you open up like a holistic, um, you know, beauty and healing service for people and like what that can look like. Um, But ultimately, like I want to take that in first and then, and then design a plan for them and then figure out, you know, like if that sounds good. Yeah. But I think one of my favorite questions that I ask people is just like, what do you need today? Mm Hmm. And that could be different every appointment that they come in. Mm-hmm. And exactly. so, and you are basing off of like their needs instead of them just coming to you and saying like, I need Reiki or I need this. Like you can, in a consultation, dig deeper and figure out what exactly they do need because they might not know. No, a lot of times they don't know. When you first started doing it, I'm curious as to if somebody came in for just a haircut and didn't know that you did energy work um, and you offer that, like there's some people weirded out by that. Have you had clients that you've converted over the years that were like you said, how you were like, that sounds like bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think your clients are always a reflection of you, right? So it's always the mirror. So Um, just like when it comes to money, like everything that's happening monetarily is a reflection of us. And it's like the same thing. Like it's the same thing along that adage of your vibe attracts your tribe. And because I'm very academic, I had in DC, a lot of clients who are very academic and they have PhDs Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're clinical psychologists and I needed to have that information um, so that I could meet them there in the consultation. But that's not to say that that would be everybody's cup of tea to, to speak to their clients in that way. They may want to come from a place of more fun and joy when they're communicating yeah. it. Uh, for me, I had those relationships with my clients that lasted over a decade and it wasn't a problem because I'd already built that no like, and trust factor for a decade. Yeah. 
And they Absolutely. just see you transforming in front of their own eyes too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm digging on crystals guys. this time. <laughs> beautiful. Let me tell you a little bit about amethyst. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we typically ask our guests, what's one thing that you do for self-care that's really important to you that um, you make a priority in your life? Uh, rituals. Mm-hmm. What do those look like for you? Um, as a mystery school initiate, you're handed down specific energetic rituals to help protect you, uh, your energetic field to block out any of the shadow or the negative ego so that the hierarchy of light can speak through you and you can be more of a clean conduit. So it actually makes me a better energy healer. It makes me a better coach. It makes me a better communicator in this moment so I can come from more of a space of like heart-centered truth. Um, it also clears that mental chatter. Mm. Uh, a lot of it is also properly uh, gritting and sanctifying my space so that it feels really good as well. Amazing. I love that. I'm going to have to look up mystery school. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write it down. Um, And then the other question that we really love to ask our guests is what is one thing that you would like to tell your younger self younger self yesterday or a younger self when you were five years old anytime in between mm-hmm. mm. you can do anything mm. yes Hell you, yeah, can. you can <laughs> that's amazing I love that. um do you have a deck that you want to use i'm feeling the goddess deck okay we're gonna oh, grab sweet. a oracle deck real quick oh fun We have the Goddess Guidance Oracle deck. I'll take a picture of that and share it. Uh, So I was just briefly shuffling and Artemis flew right out of the deck. And she is our guardian. Her message is you and your loved ones are safe and spiritually protected. Oh my God. That feels so right. (laughs) Um, And I will read what Doreen Virtue wrote about Artemis. Like me, you have a sacred mission to spread love and light, yet this isn't a position that comes from tension or worry. Instead, the gentle essence of a joyous heart and lighthearted laughter sets your power into motion. Why would there be any tension in your mind or system unless you believed that you were somehow unsafe? Mm. And how could you be unsafe when you've called upon the spiritual warriors to watch over you? Your prayers have activated the flawless protection of heaven. So ease your mind and all cares and concern and and concentrate instead upon your holy mission. That makes me want to cry. Me too. (laughs) Various meanings of this card. Your angels are watching over you and your family. Your future is safe and secure. All your needs are being met and always will be. The worst is now behind you. Mm. I love that. That, that feels so perfect. I'm so glad we had time to do that. Yeah, me too. That card's definitely for you right now. <laughs> yes, thank you. Wow. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to connect mm-hmm. with us. You've been on our wish list for a while. And yeah. We're just so grateful. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I, I forgot. How do we connect anyway? Did you see an ad or what? Or do we find each other organically on Instagram? 
Yeah. So on my business page, my hairstylist page, I follow, um, I followed you for a while and then I'm in the Facebook group. So sometimes I watch your lives on Monday. Yep. And then I've toyed with the idea of joining for a while, but I will probably definitely do that after this. (laughs) You should. It's going to be fun. I work all the time. Yeah. Because a lot of like, that was what like the program started um the program started in during covid but it wasn't oh, yeah. it wasn't the plan at all mm. because i had three i think i was 3 years in the game of inc- incorporating it into the salon and developing my own proof of concept and you know making mistakes and all that stuff and then like honing everything and i was looking to start a salon in dc and then COVID happened. And I, I did what you did, which wow. is like, I got my own seat and I was like going out for business with myself. I had a whole, I was pitching investors. It was like a whole thing. And then COVID happened and it was like a big face flop. No. And we were all sent to our rooms and we had to get right with what, like, what, like, what do I actually want to do? Yeah. And I, and I thought, well, shit, Ashley, like if you had all the resources, right? Like if money was no object time, like blah, 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 like what would you do? And I was like, dude, like I would legit teach hairdressers and suite owners and salon owners about energy work and like the, all the things that I know, because it like legit transformed my life and my business. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So many people in our industry are sick and like you were saying, just not happy, burnt out. Don't. And I think we all love the connecting with other people part, but then it's the everything else that's fucking draining. Totes a hundred percent. And so it initially started out of like, I was like, well, I don't know how to do this. Like, how do I do this? How do I put this together? (laughs) And then I found out that I actually had all this information. Like I didn't realize how much I knew until I was tasked to put together a program and a lot of it was very much like informational, right? Like kind of similar to maybe like um, like a Reiki level one of some mm-hmm. sorts, you know, kind of like, okay, like here's some, here's some cool foundations. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what I found is that people weren't talking about it. People were terrified to talk to their clients <laughs> about it. People were terrified to market it. So many healers are like, I don't know how to do this. I hate marketing. Instagram is gross. Mm-hmm. Or they were terrified to charge Mm-hmm. And so I had to, I had to make it a business program. I had to, because healers and money are people who identify as empathic, yeah. um, just have so much of our money stuff. Yeah, so really. how do we get into alignment with that? Because you do need more money. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not only about money, like your wealth identity is, is, is beyond money, but it is, it's giving you time. It's giving you passion and purpose and all of that. But I do want you to have the resources because you have contracts with people that I don't have contracts with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And like, so I need you to go see those people. I need you to have a huge yep. cup so that you can do all the things with all the people that you have contracts with. Absolutely. Hell yes. Fill Literally, my money cup, bitch. <laughs> the background of my phone right now says, there's nothing spiritual about being broke. Get that money. <laughs> Uh, yeah for real for real like I'm on discovery calls with people a lot and I just and they're like I'm just gonna wait for the universe to, like manifest and I was like cut that shit out like you just gotta make it happen and like, and, like go all in but it's been awesome though because the people who do come in and they do step into the room like they get the results which is dope it's so cool to watch people who get to double their revenue fuck yeah like, yeah sold (laughs) so if there if there are other like healers or stylists listening right now how would they find you and what how how does your program work 
So what we do, so first you can always come to the Facebook group. I'm so glad you're part of the Facebook group because I have been growing it and having such a good time in it. So I'm glad that you're a part of it. Um, so go to the Facebook group at the holistic, uh, highticketholistic.com and there's free trainings every single week. I hop in there. I give so much value for free. Um, and so, you, and there's also a ton of case studies of hairdressers and their stories and the results they've gotten inner and outer. Um, that's the first point. And then if you really want to jump in and you want to get a session with somebody, with myself or somebody on my team, we do 45 minute sessions, which we call six figure empathic blueprint sessions, where we really go over becoming light. And if you're a good fit, we have calls instead of a sales page because I don't want to have people in my program if I can't actually help them. So I only want to work with people that I can help. And so that's why I don't have a sales page and everybody can just come in and, and all of that. Like I really want to do the work from an embodied place. So, I love that. And your program's about yeah. through, like three months, you said? Mm -hmm. It's 90 days. We have a couple different tiers. And so when somebody is like really feeling like a, like a, like a heaven, yes, as I call it, when they're feeling like a heaven, yes. And then they jump in on our sessions, then we discuss like the different tiers, like what could work for you. And if it's a mutual fit. Beautiful. Heaven. Yes. I'm heaven. taking that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> and then your Instagram and your email, if somebody wants to get in touch with you. Sure. Um, so the Instagram is the best place. It's at Becoming Ceremony. Yeah, so many fun links because I'm hosting a in-person live in Portland. Oh, oh, we live in Oregon. Yeah, we're in Southern Oregon. We're like four hours from Portland. <laughs> when is that? I put it for June because people need six months to plan their lives these days. I think COVID mm -hmm, really yeah. changed the game and stuff like that. So I, I earmarked it for June. And I just thought it would be fun. My friend Heather has been with me for years on this path. And she said, just come teach at my salon. And I was like, okay. And you so okay, I did yeah. an Instagram poll, uh, I think maybe two months ago, or uh, maybe it was in December, asking the audience, like, what, would, what do you want to learn? Like, how much do you want to pay? How many, how many days do you want it for? Do you want a healing session included? And they basically told me what to do. So I said, okay, here you go. Okay. Is that sold out? Mm, no, not yet. I just, I just announced it two days, three days ago and I pinned it onto the Instagram. Great. I'll look into that. So <laughs> since Amber's not a hairstylist, would she be like, are you having other healers that attend as well? Or is it just for stylist? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Other people can come. It's Let's fun. Go. You'll fun. learn a lot. Let's do it. Yeah. We'll come meet you. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I joked and I just said, I, yeah, I was like, do you want full witch for two days? And they were like, we want full witch for two days. And I'm like, great. I'm like, here we go. We love full witch. <laughs> What's the name of the salon? I think it's, it's going to be a fun crew. Um, one of my students who has been with me for, I think, two years now, um, she's going. I think she just wants to have the experience, right? Like it would just be yeah. so fun for us to all get together. Yeah. I love that. What's the name of the salon you're going to be at? It is Sparrow Salon PDX. I think I just pinned it on my Instagram. Okay, I found it. I'll share it on our page as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a little flyer. I asked um, I asked uh, my guy Andy to design a cute one. So oh, that's so cute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I recognize some of those people that have liked this. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll come hang. 
so fun yeah awesome <laughs> well thank you so much for your time today we yeah. really appreciate it it was awesome chatting so with you. grateful this episode was audio engineered by rachel ludeman find us on tiktok and instagram at waking up the witch please email us your witchy stories ghost stories corrections and advice questions to wakingupthewitch at gmail.com. Love you. Love you.